This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone at home. We are so very glad that you're here with us tonight. Uh, first, before I pray, I just want to thank Pastor Grizzle for the opportunity uh, to stand behind his sacred desk. Uh, we love him and his family. And also, we thank God for Bishop Logue and his family and the ministry of Apostolic Tabernacle and also the ministry uh, and their families. Uh, also, before I get started tonight, I want to thank God for uh, my wife. I, um, she's not here tonight, but I do thank the Lord for my wife, my boys, and uh, she's such a great help to me. And I just want to reiterate uh, that we're praying for you, those that are sick, and those that are dealing with other dilemmas in your lives. We're praying for our community and our world. And uh, so let's pray tonight. I pray that God prepare your hearts and your minds to receive uh, a life-giving word tonight, Lord, a reviving word, an encouraging word. Lord, we just ask God that you would anoint me afresh Lord, tonight, Lord, as I get ready to bring forth the word of God, Lord, touch every heart, Lord, and every mind, Lord, that is listening, God. We just ask you, Lord Jesus, that you'll touch, Lord, everyone that's sick and shut in, Lord Jesus, and Lord, bring healing to their bodies in Jesus' precious name. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. If you have your Bibles, then please go with me to 1 Thessalonians Chapter 5, verses number 9 through 11. And while you're doing that, um, when I started studying for this, I, I mean, I, I bet you I have 20-something pages of notes. I mean, I, it was at least 20. And so what I did was I just focused in on one Verse, and that's going to be verse number 11, but I'm going to read 9 through 11 tonight. And it reads, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. And I really like what the message version said, and it reads, God didn't set us up for an angry rejection, but for salvation by our master, Jesus Christ. He died for us, a death that triggered life. Whether we're awake with the living or asleep with the dead, we're alive with him. So speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so you'll all be together in this. No one left out, no one left behind. I know you're already doing this, so just keep on doing it. And so 
If I was going to title this tonight, it would just be encourage one another. Encourage one another. And so our, for, our, our focus scripture tonight, like I said, is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. And the message version says, so speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so you'll all be together in this. No one left out. No one left behind. I know you're already doing this. Just keep on doing it. And so in this time that we're dealing with, we need a word of encouragement. And to be honest, in this past year, one thing that other than evangelism being the first and forefront of my mind, the other thing that, that I've really been focusing on is accountability. And so in accountability, I feel like it's my responsibility as a man of God to encourage others, to encourage my wife, to encourage friends and uh, neighbors and, and different ones uh, in the community. And so the best thing to do in, in that, in encouraging one another, is to surround ourselves with friends that we know are going to be an encouragement to us as well. So where do we find these friends? I know that during this last year that many churches have been shut down. Many places, uh, different social clubs and different things where people Fellowship with other people have been shut down, but the best place to find these friends is the church, the ecclesia, the assembly where we gather together. And so I want to take this moment just to say that we encourage you, just like what Pastor Grizzle had said, we encourage you to comment in the comment box and be a part of where we are gathered here tonight. It's revival here at Apostolic Tabernacle online this week. And so get excited and comment in the comment box. Praise the Lord, everybody. I think everybody's, uh, I'm just glad that everybody's here tonight. You know, just give a comment, a word of encouragement one to another. Galatians 6, 1 and 2 says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual to restore such a one with the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. It says to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And so that brought me to something that reminded me of, of a story in Genesis. And actually, uh, Pastor Clater mentioned this on Sunday as well. But a very familiar story in Genesis of Cain murdering his brother Abel because of jealousy. God asked Cain a simple question. The Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And so I ask you tonight, where is your brother? Where, where is your sister? Where, is, where are your friends? What are they doing? Where's your family members? You know, we need to keep up with one another in this time that we're living in. I know that everyone reads the news or listens to the news or watches the news. And here lately, um, a story that I had heard was a young boy uh, 16 years old, they canceled football season. And so 
he just decided that he didn't want to live life anymore because they canceled football season. And so he called his mom and his dad, and he said, you know, I love you, but I, I just can't take it anymore. And so he ended his life. He committed suicide. He took his own life because he didn't feel like there was any reason to live. And so God asked Cain, he said, where is thy brother Abel? And he said, I know not. And he said, am I my brother's keeper? And yes, you are your brother's keeper. It's our responsibility one to another, especially in a time as important as we're in, to be accountable one to another, to pick one another up, to esteem one more highly than ourselves. And how do we do this? Very simply, with words of encouragement to start the day. I know um, many of us will text each other from time to time and just say, I love you, brother, I, I appreciate you, I, I, I thank the world of you, you know, whatever, whatever comes to your mind, you know, have you had any coffee today, you know, just saying, it's just something simple, just let people know that you're thinking about them. Give someone a small gift. When you know a friend is eating ice cream, uh, this is something I actually did, so this is why I wrote this down, this is kind of... This is funny. Um, when you know somebody's eating ice cream, then go and get some ice cream, call them via video chat, and eat ice cream together. Just, you just eat ice cream together. When you know that's what they love. Well, you know what happened? <laughs> what had happened was it was actually Sister Paula's birthday. <laughs> and I call them and they say, I'm eating ice cream. I said, well, let me go get some ice cream. So I went and got ice cream out of the refrigerator, called them, and said, I'm eating ice cream with you. So um, <laughs> that was a while ago. But anyway, but then also, if you know somebody likes Doritos, then buy them a little bag of Doritos. I mean, you don't have to do a lot, but something simple means a lot. And so, and husbands, especially husbands, um, make sure that on your way home from work, most, most wives have been homeschooling their kids, going and, and working online at, at home. My wife is the most amazing woman there is in this world because she takes care of not only homeschooling John while he's in school, but also takes care of James while he's running around the house you know, um, and trying to keep them in order while I'm out working in the field. And so I work in different people's houses. But anyhow, <laughs> um, but anyhow, you know, our wives, they, they do a lot during this pandemic. And, and especially single women and single men, they're doing a whole lot for their children right now. So Make sure that you call them and, and ask them, do you need anything? And so there was a, a Chinese proverb that I really like. It says, give a man a fish and you'll feed him for a day, but teach a man to fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. But there was an English author that took that proverb and said something that I, that I really, 
really like. And it said, build a man a fire and he'll be warm for a day. But set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. So I really love that. And that'll bring us into the next part of this message. We continually, when we continually encourage one another through life, by example, we are teaching those that we encourage how they can remain warm for the rest of their lives. And what I mean by that is we don't focus our attention on us. We don't focus our attention on the things that we're going through, on the things that we're dealing with, but we focus our attention on, on the Lord. And in prayer, then we go to our brother and our sister and we say, hey, what do you need? What, what is it that you're dealing with? And we, and we pray for our, our brethren. We pray for, our, for the brothers and sisters uh, that we know. And so neighbors, friends, Colossians 3 and 17 says, and whatsoever ye do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and Father by him. And I want to stop here for a second and say, please do not only warm yourself by this fire tonight, meaning this online service, but please come and be a part of the church, of this church that is turning not only Wilmington upside down, but turning the world upside down and be set on fire for God for the rest of your life. I want you to know that this word tonight is very intentional because of the pandemic, because of the depression, because of the suicide rate. It's very intentional. And I can speak for the church of the living God and say, I want you to know that we love you and we have true compassion for your soul to be saved from the isolation and destruction that this world has to offer. We're in revival here, but we don't have to be in revival here by ourselves. We, when, we, when we open back up, then please find your way to 712 Wellington Avenue, Wilmington, North Carolina, here at Apostolic Tabernacle. And so here, lives are being transformed. We've heard many testimonies. We, we had a baptism on Sunday before our service, we've, we've had many be filled with the Holy Ghost even during the pandemic and baptized in Jesus' name. Lives are being transformed from darkness into God's marvelous light. How, you ask? People come here and search for truth. They come in here and search for love. The church is a hospital. We have all found love here. God's love. Because God is love. The gospel is what saves you. And I can tell you that something is good for you like the gospel. But if I show you it changed my life, you'll see the truth in it. Romans 12 and 2 reads, To be not conformed to this world, to, to this world's system, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do we do this? We encourage one another in the Lord. We prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God when we walk in love. God is love. So when we walk in love, we walk in the love 
of God. We all need the gospel. I need the gospel. You need the gospel. We need it to change our lives. Maybe you've not heard of the gospel. Well, I want to tell you about it. Jesus Christ shed his blood for you and for me. He hung and died on Calvary's cross for you and for me. Jesus was placed in a borrowed tomb, but death couldn't hold him. And three days later, he rose from the dead. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The blood of Jesus still works. I want you to know at home, whatever you're dealing with, the blood of Jesus still works. Come on and give God praise. Clap your hands. Just where you're sitting, just give God some praise. Oh, Lord, we love you, God. Lord, we praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Many are going through and have been going through much lately. Many are at wit's end and not knowing where to turn. And many are wanting a change for the life that only God can give. Well, tonight you're in for a treat. John 14 and 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, Jesus said, I will do it. Why? Because Jesus is God Almighty. He's the most high God, the all-powerful God. He's the creator of all things. Jesus is your healer tonight. If you have cancer, he's your healer. Whatever kind of manner disease, he is your healer. He's your healer from COVID. He's your healer from, from any type of sickness, from mental sickness, from physical sickness. Uh, he's our everlasting God who sees all things, knows all things, and is, and is everywhere at the same time. God is the all-sufficient one. He'll supply your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is our shepherd leading and guiding us in all truth. Jesus is our peace through life's storm. Jesus is God. Jesus is your God and mine. He's whatever you need him to be tonight. He's whatever you need him to be tomorrow. In whatever situation you find yourself in, God so loved you that he gave. Jesus gave his life as a sacrifice for yours and for mine so that we could encourage one another in the Lord. Yeah, you know, I do all these little things for people because I love them. But it's not my love. It's God's love. When I call and I check on you, it's not because I'm trying to be nosy. It's because I love you. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm checking to see uh, if your, your, your iron is, is too low or if you need something from the store or, or whatever it is that we're, we're, we're calling to check on you for, if we haven't seen you in the house of God for a while, and we call you. We're not calling to be nosy. We're calling because we're concerned. And so I just want to end with the scripture that we started with. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 through 11. And I added a couple little things in here, but it reads, God didn't set us up for an angry rejection. God didn't set us up to isolate 
ourselves from one another, but rather to save us, to deliver us out of all of our troubles through Jesus Christ. He died for us, a death that triggered life, a death that gave me life, that delivered me out of all of my troubles, alcoholism, People were after me at the time. All different types of things was going on, but Jesus stepped in my life, and he'll step into yours. It's a death that triggered a life, that triggered life that gives you life as well. Whether we're awake with the living or asleep with the dead, we're alive in him. In Jesus Christ. So speak these encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so we'll all be together. And I just want you to know that we are all together in this. Nobody is being left out. No one is being left behind. I know that you're already doing this, but just keep on doing it. God bless you tonight. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.